today, the content could be a little more mature for audiences. So please, as someone before listening to this video, it's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. I just want to say that true crime cases are something that I've been reading about. And I want to say that I don't mean any harm or disrespect or anything. And sometimes the cases can be really, really scary. But I try to do true crime and creepy things Tuesday. So this recording might be up twice. And I just want to say I don't mean any harm, disrespect, or any hurtfulness. I'm just giving you the facts of the cases and letting everyone know that this is what I found. This is a case people have been talking about. This is a case that people are thinking about. I have looked into a lot of cases and I don't want to just, I don't want anyone to feel disrespected. If I say their name wrong, you can try to correct me. I might try to be able to pronounce it right. I might not be able to did my learning problem but I just want to say that I don't mean any disrespect to anyone ever and I hope that you all understand that I'm just giving you the facts and sometimes I may or may not give you my opinion or I could just tell you like hey this is my opinion based on what they are saying like not even a I know this personally but like more of a like a this is what people are leaning towards and do I agree or disagree but a lot of the time I don't really know so I'm gonna say like this could be my opinion but I really don't know them personally or know the case personally so it really is like a, this is what has been said so this is what the opinion of other people have been and I hope y'all understand that I don't mean any disrespect harm and I do not suggest you do any of this stuff that people have done and I hope that this stuff doesn't continue to happen and I hope y'all enjoy the cases and I hope y'all learn from them more importantly and I hope you all understand better that hey this is what happens let's be careful let's learn from this let's learn from this let's try to get a new law in let's try to do this let's try to keep it from happening again okay okie dokie artichoke it's time for an ad break slash sponsor so I hope y'all listen and Keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokey, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Okay, today... We're gonna talk about death row and 10 facts about death row penalty in the U.S. 
Most U.S. adults support death penalties for people convicted of murder, according to an April 2021 research center survey. At the same time, majority believes death penalties not applied in a natural way does not dater people from committing serious crimes that does not have enough safeguards to prevent an innocent person from being executed. Use of death penalty has graduated decline in the U.S. state in recent decades. A growing number of states have abolished it and death sentences and executions have become less common. But the story is not one of the conditions, declines, across all levels of government. While state level executions have decreased, the federal government puts more prisoners to death under President Donald Trump than any point since the U.S. Supreme Court capital punishment in 1976. This is just an article I found. As described on the death penalty countries in the U.S., here's a closer look at a public opinion on the issue. Six in ten U.S. adults struggle or somewhat favor the death penalty for convicted murders. According to April 2021 survey, a similar share, 68% say death penalty is morally unjustified when someone commits a crime like murder. Support for capital punishment is strongly associated with the view that it is moral justified in Carter in certain cases, 9 in 10 of those who favor the death penalty say it is moral justified when someone commits a crime like murder. Only a quarter of those who oppose capital punishment see it as moral judgment. Morality of American favors death penalties, but nearly 8 in 10 see some risk of executing the innocent. A majority of Americans have censored about the fairness of the death penalty and whether it serves as a direct against serious crime. More than half the U.S. adults, 56%, say black people are more likely than white people to be sentenced to death for committing similar crimes. That's terrifying. I am so sorry that that's... Wow, okay, don't cry. Don't get upset. Don't get mad. Stay calm. Stay calm. Seriously. And about 6 in 10 say the death penalty does not date people from committing serious crimes. And nearly 8 in 10, 78% say there is some risk that an innocent person will be executed. That's what bothers me. An innocent person, and there has been a lot of innocent black people in the past, from what I understand from history and records, who got executed and they weren't the ones who did it. And years later, you find this out. Opinions about the death penalty have very by part education, race, and ethnicity. Yeah, see, I don't, I'm not talking about this anymore. This is just phone polls. Uh, I, okay, let's talk about William Kellimer. May 9th, 1860 to August 6th, 1890 was an American peddler, alcoholic, and murderer who in 1890 became the first person in the world to be executed by an electric chair. 
he was convicted of murder. Mattel Tilly Zilger, his common law wife, at a year earlier. Although electrocution had previously been successful used to kill a horse, Kelmer execution did not go smoothly. William Kelmer was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1864. Of his parents were immigrants from Germany and both were alcoholics. After dropping out of school at age 10, unable to read or write, Kilmer worked in his father's butcher shop. Kilmer's father died from an infection he received after a drunken brawl, and his mother from complications of alcoholism. In the late 1870s, Kilmer was reportedly slander with dark brown hair, slender with dark brown hair. He spoke both English and German. After his parents' death, he went into the peddling business and earned enough money to buy a horse and a cart. At this point, however, he was becoming a heavy drinker in one episode involving him and his friend. After a series of drunken binges, he said he could jump his horse and cart over an eight-foot fence with the cart attached to the horse. The tub was a failure, and his cart and goods were destroyed in the innocent. To this is why I don't drink that much because this is not okay. It's bad enough I'm already weird enough without alcohol. This just seems really stupid. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna jump this horse over this fence, and then everything breaks. Like, you just spent all that time trying to get up, and you ruin it by five seconds of drunkenness. Okay. And alcoholism is a disease. It's just so crazy to me that he worked that hard and then he decides to do that. He was known to friends as Philadelphia Billy and his drinking bedrooms were well known around the saloon in his Buffalo neighborhood. Portrait of Kellamore. William Francis Kellamore. Why? Why give these people, like, you know people are going to snicker in this time period. Nowadays, it's not that big of a deal. Back then, if you tell someone your name is Francis, I feel like they would beat you up. Nowadays, it's not that big of a deal. It's just, I feel bad because it's like, some names at different time periods do not work as well as others. May 9th, 1860. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, died August 6, 1890, age 30. Urban, urban New York, cause of death, botched execution by electrocution. Occupation, produce, merchant, criminal state, spouse, executed, Tilly Ziller, common law wife. Conviction, first-degree murder, criminal penetry, death by ex execution. But dude, you need to be more careful. <laughs> but I know you were drunk. And yes, it seems like it runs in your family. This is why people need to know that if it runs in their family, to make sure you don't drink and to get help. 
Murder Trial and Appeal. The New York Times describes the murder. William Calamar was a vegetable peddler in the slums of Buffalo, New York, an alcoholic on March 29, 1889. He was recovering from a drinking binge the night before he became enraged with his girlfriend. Elsewhere, referred to his common-law wife. I don't know what that means. Tilly Zilger. He accused her of stealing from his him and preparing to run away with a friend of his. When the argument reached a peak, Calamar clean, calmly went to the barn, grabbed a hatchet, and returned to the horse. He struck Tilly repeatedly, killing her. He then went to neighbor's houses and announced he had just murdered his girlfriend. Why? Okay, first of all, if you're going to murder someone, why would you go announce it? Are you like, no, that, but that, that's just so, okay, stupid, but okay. Just why announce it to people? I mean, that's literally why there's unsolved cases is because no one got caught. And this dude just goes around telling, okay, yeah, you, there was no mental health back then and he needed it badly. The same day, Kilmer was accused of murdering the, the murder of Matilda Tilly Ziegler, his common-law wife, who had been killed with a hatchet. He just told everyone. What do you mean? The same day he was accused. Like, did he just go announce it to people? I. Kilmer resulting murder trial procedures quickly. He was convicted of first-degree murder on May 10th. Three days later, he was sentenced to death descended to be the first person executed in an electric chair under New York's new execution law replacement hanging with electrocution. A chair was ready at the urban state prison. However, the leading developers of electrical power, including George Weston's house, did not want to see their new product used in this manner. A lawyer Phil filed an appeal claiming he claiming the electric chill violated the Eighth Amendment probation of cruel and unusual punishment. We'll have to talk about hanging next week because I feel like that is a true creepy thing that has happened. I'll be back shortly. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon i know y'all might want to skip but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important i hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and i hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokie artichokey ad break it's now On July 1st, 
the first law ever. After Kilmer conviction, it was determined that he was sentenced was to be carried out by a New York Alberbar prison via the new electric chair, a device invented in 1881 by Buffalo, New York defense Alfred Southwick. We will talk about the electric chair Probably a little more. We'll see. If we don't get it to this week, it'll be next week. That's for sure. Do, 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 I lost my place again. Alfred Swalwick. After nine years of development and legalization, the chair was considered ready for use of Calmer, Calmer's, Calmer's case, lawyer appeal, arguing that electrocution was a cruel and unusual punishment. The plan to carry out case execution of the electric chair drew the situation into the ACDC War of the Court between George Whitehouse and the large shovel pyre of alternating court equipment and Thomas Edison, whose company ran its equipment on direct center. The alternating center that powered the electric chair, current standard adopted by a commitment after a demonstration performed at Edison's laboratory by anti-AC activist Harold P. Brown showing AC's lengthy was supplied by Washington House, Washington House Generation Superlation acquired by Brown. This led to WH we're calling him WH, trying to stop what seemed to be Brown and Edison's attempt to try to portray the AC use in White West House electric system as the deadly execution current supplying K's appeal by hiring lawyer W. Berker Coco Ranch to represent him. The appeal failed on October 9th, 1889, and the U.S. Supreme Court down the case title in the Recalimer on the grounds that there was no cure and unusual punishment in death electrocution. Execution. On the morning of his execution, August 6, 1890, K was awakened at 5 a.m. He dressed quickly and put on a suit, necktie, and white shirt. After breakfast and some prayer, the top of his head was shaved. At 6.38 a.m., Kay entered the execution room and Warden Charles Durson, President, President Comer to the 17 witnesses in audience, Kay looked at the chair and said, Gentlemen, I wish you good luck. 
I believe I'm going to a good place, and I am ready to go, unquote. Witnesses remarked that Kay was composed at his execution. He did not scream, cry, or resist in any way. He sat down in the chair, but was ordered to get up by the wonder so a hole could be cut in his suit through which his second electric lead could be attached. This was done and Kay sat down. He was strapped to the chair, his face was covered and the metal restraints put on his bare head. He said, take it easy and do it properly. I'm in no hurry. Durston replied, goodbye William and ordered the switch thrown. The generation was changed with 1,000, charged with 1,000 volts, which was thought to be equated to indicate quick unconstitution and cardiac arrest. The chair had already been tested. A horse had been electrocuted the day before. That is so wrong. To kill an innocent creature who did nothing wrong just to test it and out. Uh, Whoa, we're gonna get me started here. And then we're gonna be here all day. Okay. Current passed through K for 17 seconds. The power was turned off and K was declared dead by Edward Charles Spitza. Witness noticed K was still breathing. The attending physician, Spitza and Charles, Fredrick. McDonald came forward to examine Kay after confirming he was still alive. Spitz reportedly called out, Have the current turn up on again. Quick, no delay. In the second attempt, Kay was shocked with 2,000 volts. Blood vessels under his skin erupted and bled. And so, as his claim, his body caught fire. The New York Times reported and said that an awful odor began to pre the death chamber. That happens. People say you can smell dead bodies and death. From every article and every video I've ever watched, there is apparently a really distinctive smell and it's horrible. And then, as though to cap the climax of this fearful sight, it was seen that the hair under and around the electric rod on the head and the flesh under and around the electric rod at the base of the spine was stinging. The stench was unbearable. Upon autopsy, doctors have found the blood vessel under the cap of his skull had carbonized at the top of the brain had hearted. Witnesses reported the smell of burning flesh and several nauseous spectators tried to leave the room. Yeah, that's what I hear. Like, it's really gross. The execution took approximately eight minutes. The competitive newspaper reports covering the K execution jumped on the A-B-N-O-R-M-A-L-I-T-I-E-L as such newspaper sources tried to outdo each other for sensational headlines and reports. A reporter who witnessed it also said it was an awful specular for those than hanging, far worse than hanging. 
White House later commented they would have done better using an axe. Kay is buried in the presides of the prison where he was execution took place. Wilmer Kelmer was shown as a wax figure state in the electric chair in the 1953 movie House of Wax. During Vincent Price, Price's character does say they did not match Kelmer's face but instead resemble co-star Charles Burson. Yeah, okay. Creepy enough. Burke's execution by electric chair. At the Auburn prison in New York, the first execution by electrocution in history is carried out against Wilmer K., who had been convicted of murdering his lover, Matilda Ziegler, with an axe. Okay, let's see if we can find anything about the chair itself. Of course. Researchers claim to have found sites of modern life in Arctica. I wanted to know more about the electrical chair and how it was made. Maybe I can look it up. Okay. See, I was hoping this would just give you facts about the electrical chair, not about the person we just talked about. Okay, I typed in how and what was the electric chair made for. Let's see what happens. Electric chair topics in Chronicle America. Let's see. Execution by by electrician. Before use an electric chair is a method of execution oriented in the United States in which the common person is strapped to a spectacularly built wooden chair and electrocuted through electric rods fastened on the head and leg. This extension method conceived in 1881 by Buffalo, New York, Dennis named Alfred P. Southwick and was developed throughout the 1880s as a Posted Harmon alternative to hanging. At first used in 1890, this execution method has been used in the U.S. Authoria and for several decades in the Philippines. While death was originally theorized to result from damage to the brain, it was shown in 1899 that it primarily result from victular fibrillation and Okay, V-E-N-T-R-I-C-U-L-A-F-I-B-R-I-L-A-T-I-O-N and eventually cardiac arrest. Although the electric chair has gone long, been a symbol of death penalty in the United States, its use is in decline due to the rise of leather injection, which is widely believed to be a more humane method of execution, while some states still maintain electrocution as a legal method of execution. Tay is only maintained as a secondary method that could be chosen over lethal its lethal injection. At the request of the prisoner, except in Tennessee 
and Southern Comfort where it may be used without input from the prisoner if the drugs for lethal injection are not available. As of 2021, electrocution is an optional form of electrocution in the states of Alabama and Florida. Both of which allow the prisoner to choose lethal injection as an alternative method. In the state of Kentucky, the electrical chair has been retried, except for those who were sentenced to death for an offensive commitment prior to March 31, 1998, who choose electrocution inmates who do not choose electrocution inmates sentenced to death for crimes committed after the date and executed by lethal injection. Electrocution is also authorized in Kentucky in case lethal injection is found unconsentably by a court. The electric chair is an alternative for an execution approved for penalty use in Arkansas, Mississippi, and Oklahoma if other forms of execution are found insignificant in the state at the time of execution. On February 8, 2008, the Nebraska Supreme Court determined that execution by electrical chair was a cruel and unusual punishment under the state constitution. Despite execution of this type to an end in Nebraska, the only remaining state to remain electric is the sole method of execution. History In the late 1870s and the early 1880s, the spread of arc lightning, a type of brilliant outdoor street lights that required high voltage in the range of 3,000 to 6,000 volts, was followed by one story after another in newspapers about the high voltage used were killing people, usually unworried linemen. It was a strange new phenomenon that seemed to instigate strike a victim dead without leaving a mark. One of these accidents in Buffalo, New York on August 7, 1881 led to the inception of electrical chair. That evening, a drunken doctor worker named George Lemon Smith, looking for the thrill of a tingling sensation had he had noticed when gambling the guardrail in a Burrush Electric Company, Arc Lightning Powerhouse managed to sneak his way back into the plant at night and grab the brush and ground of a large electrical dolmen. He died instantly. The coroner who investigated the case brought it up that year at a local Buffalo Scientific Society. Another member attending the lecture Alfred P. Southwick, a dentist who had a technical background, thought some application could be found for the curious phenomenon. Southwick joined the physician Georgie Fellow and the head of the Buffalo ASPCA in a series of experiments electrocuting hundreds of stray dogs. Dude, I want to slap you so bad. Right, don't get mad. Don't get upset, just read the article before you go to your beliefs and everything else. <sighs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Reel back in. Reel back in. Okay. They ran trials with the dogs in water and out of the water. Oh boy. And they're riding the electric rod type of placement under 
until they came up with a repuddled method to emphasize animals using electricity. Southwick went on in the early 1880s to advocate, advocate that this method be used as a more humane replacement for hanging in capital cases, coming to national attention when he published his ideas in scientific journals in 1882 and 1883. He worked out calculations based on the dog's experiment. Oh boy, trying to develop a scale up method that worked on humans. Early in his design, he adopted a method varies of dental chair, a way to restrain the commandment and device that from then on would call the electrical chair. Okay, so now I kind of see why I thought that dentist chairs are creepy and why sometimes you think dentists are creepy. It's because of this dude. This dentist guy, Alfred P. Southwick, is creepy. And apparently the electrical chair is based off a dental chair, which is why dental chairs are creepy. I'm not scared of dentists, but man, do you get a creepy vibe in there. Now I know why, because this guy just turned it into a, oh, this guy is cr creepy beyond creepy. The Gary Commission, after a series of botched hangings in the United States, there was mounting criticism of that form of capital punishment and the death penalty in general. In 1886, newly elected New York State Governor David B. Hill set up a three-member death penalty commission, which was chaired by the human rights advocate and reformer Elbridge Thomas Gary and include New York lawyer and politician Matthew Hale and Southwick to investigate a more human means of execution, humane ways of execution. The commission members surveyed the history of execution and sent out a fact-finding questionnaire to government officials, lawyers, and medical experts all around the state for their opinion. A slightly majority of responders recommended hanging or execution, with a few instead recommending the abolition of capital punishment. The commission also contacted electrical experts, including Thomas Houston Electrical Company, Thomas, who recommended high-voltage AC connected to the head and the spine, and the invert Thomas Edison, who also recommended AC as well as using a whitening house generator. They also attended electrocution of dogs by Greg Veal, Fell, who had worked with Suffolk in early 1880s experiment. While Fell was conducting further experiments, electrocution, anathizing wrecked dogs trying to describe exactly how electrical killed a subject. In 1888, the commission recommended electrocution using Southwick's electric chair idea with the metal conductor attached to the common person's head and feet. They further recommended that execution be handled 
by the state instead of the individual country with three electric chair setups. Audubon, Clinton, and Sing Sing Prison. A bill following these recommendations passed the legal statute and was signed by Governor Hill on June 4, 1880, set on to go into effect on June, January 1, 1889. And I think that's going to be it for now. I hope you all enjoy this very creepy but true thing. Also, isn't it a little disturbing that a dentist created this chair that looks like a dental chair? And you always wonder why you get a creepy feeling in the dentist's office, that's why. Yeah. I'm not scared of a dentist, but like you just get a creepy vibe and it's like, why is it kind of creepy in here? Why is this chair kind of creepy? And then you're like, oh, this case makes you think. If you want to hear more about this, let me know. Also, please be kind. When you're listening to my podcast, try to be a little kind. Calling me names and saying hurtful things isn't really going to help. But if you would like to hear me talk about video games and maybe dance moms or a dance show, I could. And I hope you all enjoy And this is a little cringy. Maybe it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a little creepy and true, though. I hope you all learned something from this, and I hope it ain't creepy out too much. Hope y'all enjoy, and bye for now. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in, because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today, and the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, Artichokey. Ah, break it's now. I hope you all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.